It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always I am joined by my partner in cry, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? I'm good Connor. I'd like to apologise in advance because Ireland had a, a big rain uh, just yeah. now. And I live on a busy road, <laughs> and it makes all the cars much louder. I'm going to filter it out as best I can, but if you hear a car yeah. going past, just know I can do nothing about the, it. Lads. This Monday is known as the day of the big rain. The big rain, yeah, yeah. There was yeah, the big yeah. flood, that was when yeah. Noah and all the lads the, Noah was involved in that, but and, uh, I feel like yeah. Ireland should have also been involved in that. I think it was underwater at the time, though, <laughs> so it might have been difficult to get involved in it. <laughs> So, Sean, this is Movie Monday, and it's a pretty big week, as it's kind of our birthday week. Um, it is. Over on the Patreon, we are celebrating four years. It's our four-year anniversary this week. Um, Jesus Christ. And to celebrate, this Friday, or this Saturday, I should say, we're having a Patreon hangout for all of our patrons and, and some special guest listeners. If you if you really want to get involved and get invited. You're going to have to send us a DM for specifically reasons. you got to fill out a survey. we got to check your background, check your family history, what your yeah, mother's maiden name. you, you got to check the police, make sure you're, you're okay. You know, it's the whole, <laughs> the whole process. You understand, of course. What's the name of your first pet? <laughs> All that kind of stuff. Your bank details. <laughs> Just like DC or Marvel and you're hovering over a big red button that like drops the floor and it's a big pit of spikes. Um, so for 90 minutes, we're, we're going on a half one to three o'clock and we're just, it's basically just a hangout. So you can just join us, just have a chat with us. Um, don't know what we're going to chat about because we're oh. idiots. But we haven't thought that far ahead in our uh, look, listeners. Uh, ultimately, I don't know what we're going to chat about today. No, you put the show together, though. That's worrying. <laughs> I'm just going to wing it. Um, Sean, so Movie Mondays, it's, yeah, it's the four-year anniversary Movie Mondays. Indeed and there's only is. one place to start. And that is with everyone's favourite crazy person, Tom Cruise. Um, do you know, there was a couple of ways that that could have gone. I was fully yeah. expecting Jared Leto news to make a return. You know what? I've kind of avoided any Jared news recently 
Sydney just because I, I'm done. I'm done with him. You've, you've written that man off. That's absolutely it's, fine. It's, what? I, see, I, I had written him off before, but it was in a funny way. And now I've written him off in a, I don't want anything to do with you, Jared, way. I don't want to publicise this man anymore. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. What's Timothy Cruise ship been up to? Though? Well, I don't know if you heard, Job, but Tom Cruise, um, he's known for doing a bit of a few stunts. And yes. a few, I think it was a few months back, we covered the fact that at Universal, they've launched their next big idea for Tom Cruise, and that is to send him to space to shoot a movie. <laughs> yeah, they were going to do a Mission Impossible movie where he goes to space, I think, was it? I don't know if it was Mission Impossible, like, in the name, but I think it, was, it might have just been its own property, but... Right. They were going to send the man to space. Yeah, is that the selling point of the whole movie? Like, plot and story and everything doesn't come into it. It's no. the film where Tom Cruise goes to space. Because if anyone has seen any of the Mission Impossible behind the scenes, he's hung himself out of a plane, went blind yeah. for three days, he flies his own jet pilots, or, or his own jets. I mean, it's a whole thing, right? Um, yeah. the, the man hasn't seen a stunt he doesn't want to do and break all of his bones doing, so now he's gone, he's leaving Earth. But the Universal boss has given an update on Tom Cruise's space shot movie, Sean. Okay, and is it still going ahead? <laughs> still locked in. And not only is it locked in, Tom Cruise, this is the quote, Sean, is taking us to space. He's taking the world to space. It's a bit It's a bit promo-y. We're going to skip that. Okay. That's the plan. We have a great project in development with Tom that does contemplate him doing just that, doing a spacewalk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what's the movie about, though? I don't taking give a, a rocket, shit about Tom Cruise or ta- what he does. Taking a rocket up to the space station and shooting and hopefully being the first civilian ever to do a spacewalk outside of the space station. Do you know what this is? Do you know what this movie is? <laughs> this movie is Taxi Driver Conversation Movie. Where you, you you be like, and look, it's a ballsy move to say to a taxi driver, oh, have you watched any good films recently? But mm. it'll be, oh, I saw that one with Tom Cruise. Do you know they put him in space for real? Go away, did they? Did God, they? he's mad, isn't he? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and he's into all the other stuff as well, you know. Uh, and it <laughs> just fills five minutes of a taxi drive. That's all <laughs> this movie is. I can't express how you shouldn't make a movie based off the idea, so, look, let's put a man in space. I mean, he's tried to kill himself in so many different ways. And I think this is a pretty big update that we now know, not only is he going to space to float around a bit, he's contemplating doing the first ever civilian spacewalk on the side of the space station he's- to film the movie. It's stretching the definition of civilian, though, isn't it? When it's Tom Cruise more Yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise lizard man. Is he human? Is he not? What's behind the eyes? Yeah. Like, it, it's going to be, like... But also, he, you know the way Tom Cruise is dead behind the eyes in interviews? <laughs> like, he just says the phrases and he says the sentences that he's expected <laughs> to say, right? Yeah. Can you imagine, like... imagine? Okay, imagine if you will. The majesty... Of you were the first non-astronaut to do yeah. a spacewalk, right? Oh, fuck. And I'm, you get to take that in. Just as a person, not even as an actor, as a, a thespian, whatever. You take that in just as a person, right? And then, for the next six to eight months, 
you have to do promos for this movie where every reporter wants to know what is it like to be in space what was your workout regime for the spacewalk Tom what kind of training went into that and just I want to chart if someone can do this and chart every interview chronologically and yeah. just see he will have the same expression he will have the same phrase has, has anyone ever time. seen well not has anyone ever seen but the boys season 3 opens with Homelander doing the big media press tour and he has the same yes. answers I, I want one of them of like all oh get the together. music behind him and everything yeah, like the violins good. <laughs> also how quickly is Tom going to kill the cameraman if for example the cameraman is the first person to walk on the side of the space station as the camera goes out first see here's the thing is that like there's very strict rules around like like you know not in space camera operator. <laughs> there's no rules that, in space actually that might it might it's technically international waters all right uh, <laughs> it's the most international waters in that it's not water or international but the insurance required to get even a skeleton crew up into space yeah and the amount of like the, the, the weight of that equipment as well why are we doing this? No, sorry, I'm just... No, sorry, there's no reason to do this. <laughs> it's, it's literally it just, just clicked so in my Tom head. Cruise, it's so Tom Cruise can kill himself. That's... But- just just cut him loose and let him float off. That's all he wants to do. I think that's all he wants in the world. He, he's he's outgrown this planet and now but he's moving are- on to pastures anew. Why? Like we like we've made space movies. We did it in the eighties. They were grand. <laughs> Why are you putting them in space now? It's a colossal waste of time and just fucking rocket fuel at this but like, point. How much money will this movie have to make to break even is my question. Know. There's no way this movie could make a profit. Unless they somehow, like it's, you know, NASA works for exposure or some shit. And they're just like, oh, we'll put you in a Tom Cruise film. That'll be good for NASA's brand, won't it? Now, I must admit, Sean, that it is not NASA sending him up. Is it SpaceX? Uh, if it's SpaceX. It's SpaceX. Like, fuck no. <laughs> okay. I'm not having this. I knew I you were going to turn on down. it. No. Just, oh, this. You, what, oh, we're just allowing this man. To, okay, these so we men take, to do whatever they want. Let's just, let's just take this into account, right? So you take yeah. in Tom Cruise's contract. He's probably getting paid about... Pfft, 50 million dollars to do this yeah. insurance and getting all that fucking equipment that can float and getting a whole crew you're looking at another 20 mil easy yeah. you get insured to go to space <laughs> might be <laughs> don't know what the payouts are on space travel um, but it's not like international travel but like, you can't really just get a card for health insurance Um what else you got so you gotta build and fire the spaceship into space and then also have all of the crew up there with all of the necessary fuel and food and stuff that they need to live. Connor, to you're shoot thinking movie. You're no, sorry, you've already gone to launch day, right? We have to train. Have you seen Armageddon, where they train <laughs> blue collar workers into being astronauts? Gonna train cameramen. We've got to train cameramen, grip, DP, director. All of these people need to be present if you're going Stick to space. The fucking to shoot grip film. In the machine. Get them a few G forces. Because what's the fucking lag between Earth and space as well? Like if you're trying to direct something. <laughs> direct. The director doesn't go up. Just down. It's Christopher McQuarrie. Absolutely. And he's just down on Earth in his own house. And he's like, why is, little bit why to is, the left. This is one instance, right, where it doesn't make sense 
to do it on location because the location is yeah. space. But All it's right. just to send them up there. The, the idea is also very similar to, you know, it's in one of the Mission Impossibles when they have that scene where the plane drops and all the gravity goes out of the plane. Oh, and yeah, spend, yeah, yeah. And they spent weeks shooting that. And in the movie, it's about 25 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And you could have done it in a studio and it wouldn't have made any difference. But they put all these poor people through like six weeks of training <laughs> to do I, it. <laughs> There's only one group of people that I will allow to do that, and it's OK Go, because that music video where they're in that very same plane is class. But <laughs> if OK Go announced they were going to space, I'd also yeah. be fine with that. But it's the yeah. fact that it's like two of the richest men in the world just being like, yeah. this would be cool for a film. Look, I'm it's thinking a- this is going to cost about a billion dollars, all told, to make. Um, so... Inter- including promotion cost yeah like, like how much does an average spaceship cost i don't know i don't i i haven't been looking at the market these days Sean, but i'm looking at maybe 300 million um easy before um, like the rest of the film is made before anything is done because the spacewalk presumably is going to be like a few minutes of 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 the entire piece like yeah if that like, I like the idea that the rest of the movie is just him floating around, just bored. <laughs> and then he goes for one spacewalk. Also, what if he just fucking dies? <laughs> now, look, I, no, I, know, I don't hope it happens or anything like that. But what if we come on to Movie Mondays one day and it's just then the main news story of the week is Tom Cruise floating away in space and no one could catch Float him. Floating away. He didn't even die. Like, the, the thing didn't blow up. He's just He just floated away and everyone's like, Tom! They forgot to tie the other end of the rope to him. And then they were just like, well, he's gone now. And then the whole movie is scrapped anyway. Granted, a yeah. man is also dead. But also, yeah. you've lost a lot of investment in the you film. You know what, though? He, he went the way he was destined to go. I think Tom wouldn't want it anywhere, any, any other way. Like, I, Yeah, but like you wouldn't... like it, Oh, man. The idea... Because like, he'd have like 10 minutes of oxygen or whatever, and he'd just have to come to terms with it. It's no, whole, I like, guarantee I guarantee he'd survive, land on Mars, and then repopulate Mars and just be like, I'm gonna shoot a movie here <laughs> with my own camera. If we shot a load okay, this is completely off top. This is this is yeah. this is weird news, Sean talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go on. If we shot a load of seeds at Mars and just let it blow up with a load of like fertilizer and compost and shit. Yeah. Do you think that would like make any effect on <laughs> Mars? Like would it would it help? Would it help us? With our Mars thing? Because we're Sorry. not great at landing Sorry. on Mars. Just, I'm we putting this stuff to, to movie news. Putting this stuff okay. to movie news for two seconds. Your yeah, plan yeah. is we get, like, I don't know, a rocket full of yeah. seeds. Yeah. Seeds, fire fertilizer, compost, like mulch, yeah. if you want some mulch, soil. Mulch, of course. Uh, maybe a little bit of water. Like a lot of it. It'll be heavy, but, like, yeah, yeah. crash that into Mars. Crash it into Mars. Give it couple of generations and then you've got a little ecosystem that has adapted to live on mars has no right. one has no one thought of this are you thinking of the movie the martian kind of but that involved the tragic you know abandonment that of involved one crew matt damon buying mars. a zoo Wait, yeah no. that was contingent on them being able to put people on mars which we haven't done yet yeah. but i think yeah, if yeah. we build or you know explode an ecosystem yeah. into existence <laughs> then we can go to mars 
I'm done with that now. We can get back to movie news. <laughs> maybe that's the route we could go down is all I'm saying. I love the idea that like NASA sitting around and you just walk in, just like <laughs> stroll in, just put your files on the table. We blow up a ship full of mulch. Yeah. <laughs> I rest my case. Put a rocket on the back of a garden centre and crash it into the sun. <laughs> Maybe a little swing set on the back as well, just in case. <laughs> I just think it'll help is all. I'm not it's saying a it's the of a answer. Look. <laughs> um, NASA, get on to this man. He clearly has ideas you haven't thought of yet. Um, Sean, we're moving on to our next bit of news. And this is something that was all over the news this week that I could not get away from. Dwayne Johnson. Black Adam. Yeah. I will never say The Rock does not work. No matter how hard you work, The Rock works hard. Oh, the man hustles. The man does hustle. He is hustling his little fucking heart out, or probably big heart, uh, to get this movie off the ground. As Black Adam's been met with pretty good critical reviews, as far as I know. Um, It's coming out on the 25th of this month. Of October? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, it's quite soon. Um, But Dwayne has been doing one very particular thing, and that is heavily hyping Henry Cavill's Superman. Going big. Going hard at it. Um, And it's basically, without saying it, Black Adam... Sorry, it's October 21st, not October 25th. Um, That's five days, four days from now, in fact. I can't do maths. Um, but Dwayne Johnson addresses rumours that he will be the DCEU's Kevin Feige. <laughs> because, apparently, he came out and said that the old Warner Brothers regime didn't want to bring Henry Cavill back as Superman until he convinced them to bring Henry Cavill back as Superman. So then the follow-up question was, why don't you be DCEU's Kevin Feige? <laughs> I mean, the man, he is charismatic. He does get yeah. the job done. I would mm. wait to see Black Adam before I maybe you, you know sign him up for the role. Um, mm. And like we don't we don't usually talk about leaks and spoilers on the show. But the oh, Henry I didn't want Cavill to talk about thing, it. it's are we going to talk about? Oh, you can bring it up. Go on. And like, no, I'm just like it's like it's the worst kept. It's kept the new secrets, Andrew Garfield yeah, yeah. in Spider Man. I mean, every single person in the cast has talked about, it, and they're yeah. all like, "Wouldn't it be cool if Henry Cavill came back? Wouldn't that make this movie amazing?" I guess it yeah. would. I guess and it the, would. The Rock doesn't re- like these days. He won't really talk about his losses in terms of a film. He'll still be like, no. "Oh, we're the number one film in Venezuela." Like he'll focus on the wins. So the fact that he's saying like, "No, I fought to get Henry Cavill in." Yeah, I mean, means- he's a whole he, the rock's not coming out going, "I fought to get Henry Cavill in this movie." And yeah. he doesn't show up. And there's look, and look, I don't look, I don't seek these things out either. But it's even from Marvel, footage leaks as well. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm sure it's out there around if it if if it is a thing that happened mm. um uh, the rock being kevin feige by the way do you think he has the the because if because kevin feige's thing largely is overseeing the entire yeah. arc of the story do you think the rock is the man for the job on that one i i just love the idea that the the dc world is so fucked that the rock came in and was like shouldn't we bring back superman and everyone's like Get that guy in fucking charge. He yeah. seems to know what he's talking about. Wait, you're t- you're saying bring back Superman in the DC universe? Oh fuck! Oh, oh lads, okay. this would be like <laughs> oh, this would be like Tom Hardy back- fighting to get Spider Man into the Sonyverse. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
like, it doesn't make any sense that he came up with one idea that was very obvious and now it's immediately like you're the next Kevin Feige aren't yeah, you and he's now had to come now. out and be like that's a great question um, but like it's also important that we make a good movie um, and so he's like I don't want to be Kevin Feige I just want to make sure that the superhero genre is good and that we're in the DC world and I was trying to make it as good as I could do make it was I mean, his idea that's fair and like and that's noble for an actor to like want to do that for the property that they're in not just take the paycheck to actually care about it but like those decisions that needs to be a company-wide thing yeah. of let's do everything we can to make these the best mm. not like let's play it safe and let's have it made by an algorithm do you know what his answer was very the rock is what i would say yeah. because i have the, i have the full quote here it's you're very kind to ask that question always answer with that good one the rock nice. he just nice. he, he mind fucks you he's so nice and charismatic i think the best position that i could be for dc is what is an advisor where i can help but i can help greatly i love dc in, into my blood as a little boy i grew up loving the super friends specifically superman I saw my first Black Adam comic book and it was arresting to me. His face was intense. He looked cool. He looked different. He looked badass and he had brown skin. So automatically, I was relating to him. So I'm DC true and true and I'd love to grow the DC universe if I can help in any way, is what Man. he said. That Look, that's huge for someone like The Rock to be like, I'm a DC guy. I'm DC all the way. Where was he five years ago? Because <laughs> he could have really helped. <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah, he really should have. Yeah. They should have just made Black Adam sooner, really. Like, if they made Black Adam before they made Shazam, I think Shazam is better because Black Adam came first and, like, set the scene in a weird way. Weirdly, I think if Batman vs. Superman and the first Suicide Squad hadn't come out, DC would be a lot more solid than they are now. You know, and we just got Mm. everything since. Um, But, like, The Rock... The Rock is charismatic enough to make me watch Black Adam. Also, that second trailer was a lot better, so I'll really probably good. watch it now. Yeah, um, but I, I like, I don't think Black Adam itself is enough to save the entire DC. Oh, like universe. I'm talking so hard. He's going so hard in terms of interviews that he was like, "I'm fully expecting a Black Adam Superman movie. Black Adam versus Superman. That's yeah. the movie I want to make. That's the what. That's what he's saying in the media." Like, he's coming out and saying that, and he's not saying that if wig, wig, nudge, nudge, nothing's in the movie. Because, like, he's like, we're fully working towards that. But, and it, like, I think if Superman shows up in Black Adam, I think that makes Black Adam a worse movie at this point. And I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I think he's perfect. I love that man to death. He can do whatever he wants. Mm. But... Superman has been so inconsistent in the universe that I just think it's going to add more confusion and draw the spotlight away from however good of a movie Black Adam might be. I hope I hope it is good. I hope I hope it's pretty decent. I don't um, want it to fail at all. I want it to no. be a good movie. What was interesting was I was like, how is this going to work? Even if The Rock's charisma, how are they going to pull this off? And then the last trailer, as you said, was so good. I was kind of like fuck it you know what they might actually pull this off it looks pretty good honestly like even from that trailer if they announced like a a justice society movie i would be fully down to watch that 
It's just like, and like you've you've got Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate, like just fucking killing it. Yeah, like, like I, even got, just in that trailer, I was like, oh, he's a perfect Doctor Fate. That's really cool. Yeah, we got the, and he seems to be really into the character as well. I was reading an interview, and he was like, yeah, the Doctor Fate powers are cool, but it's a curse as well. Like he mm. he's not really himself anymore. It's like he was like he really seemed to get to grips with the like you covered him in Hero Zero a while back, and yeah. like. Maybe Pierce listens. Who who knows? But uh, <laughs> he's Irish. He has to. Look, it's Pierce, it's a nice, succinct way of learning about a character. Is all I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> he tuned in. Yeah. I gotta know more. <laughs> gotta do a deep dive here. <laughs> Better to go to these Irish idiots. Um, yeah, like I just wanted to give the rock a shower. He's doing. He's going hard. You gotta respect the man. He's hustling. Um, yeah. I hope the movie does well. And I'm assuming Henry Cavill, maybe his chest will be in it, his back. If they get Henry Cavill's face, fair folks, um, he'll probably be in it for like 30 seconds. What can you do? Oh, I think if he's in it, it's a post-credit. That's that's yeah. what I'm expecting. Um, but yeah, hopefully it's good. Um, so moving on to our next piece of news, we've got some pretty big news that Ed Ball, one of the patrons, sent into our Facebook group, Sean. Thank you very um, much, Ed. And shout out to Ed. So that's the Facebook group. If you not, if you don't use it, Detective Divelman's discussion group. It's on Facebook. It's got all the listeners. People are very nice. They send us news because sometimes we miss it and we're dumb. I say Whoa. we, it's me. Whoa. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes. <laughs> um, that is the Naked Gun reboot is moving ahead at Paramount with Liam Neeson expected to lead. I did see this. I did see this in the group, actually. And I was like, I'm really conflicted because I don't know that you can make a good Naked Gun movie now. Well, I think we talked about when it was teased last year. And we were like, because Naked Gun, those movies are so good. Um, like, they're so stupid, but they're so good. And yeah. They're just so ahead of their time, so perfectly 80s. Um, yeah. And I just think, I don't know, like, Liam Neeson, I do think he might be good in the role, though. Like, as the Leslie Morgan type. That's the thing, like, the, the, Liam Neeson doing comedy stuff is endlessly funny to me. Uh, I think he's got it, he's, he's got, like, a dry humour to him. Um, but, I, like, The Naked Gun worked so well because when they came out, there was a bunch of spy movies going on and, mm. like, cop movies and things like that. And it was parodying them really, really well. Whereas I don't know that you can parody the kind of spy movies that we get now is the thing mm. because they're all gritty and realistic and you can parody how gritty and realistic they are but only to a certain point before it stops getting before it starts getting tiring so would you like to know the team that's behind it so as we know from Deadline it's reported that Neem Neeson is taking the lead role mm-hmm. you have um, Akiva Schaffer uh, is directing it and the movie is being produced by Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane and Erica Higgins um, or Huggins I should say and then the Chippendale Rescue Rangers writing team of Dan Gregor and Doug Mann will be writing the script. Okay. <clears throat> um, none of that sells me as much as it probably should. Uh, now, look, I'm not seeing Chippendale. Uh, so that, that might affect things. Chippendale is very good. It's actually uh, very funny. I have heard this. I have heard this. But it's yeah. like, it's... I, I, I don't think... I think a new Naked Gun would be too overproduced. Oh yeah, oh no, I'm not saying this is going to be good. I'm saying it's a good team, yeah. and it's a good, it's a good lead actor. It's a very good start. I don't know if Naked Gun translates now. To, no. And we talk about this all the time whenever we bring up any of these movies, is that like, 
those movies were dumb but they were the smartest version of dumb I don't know how best to describe that like where it went wrong was not another teen movie or like a scary movie was the last one they got out that was like this is actually kind of stupid funny yeah but when you get to like meet the Spartans and shit like that that's when they, they were made for like a million dollars at that stage and they were like making like 20 million dollars so they were just they were happy they didn't care exactly yeah but like i don't um also like and like this is this isn't like a, a woke thing or whatever but like there is problems <laughs> with those movies like oh, from big back problems. in the day big, big problems, problems. <laughs> big problems um so like I hope they don't go down the route of being like, that's what made them good. Let's do that again. <laughs> no, the bits that made them good are my favourite part of all of those movies, The Naked Good. If you haven't seen it, I would really recommend. Or um, Loaded, Loaded Weapon. Weapon. Yeah. Loaded Weapon's always my fave. Airplane, Airplane is my fave. Of course. Um, but the best bit is like you're watching it and it might not make you laugh dead. But, and even, like, people have walked out going, that was a stupid movie. That's a ridiculous movie. Like, that wasn't even funny. But then when you're telling your friends, like, your friends ask, oh, what was the movie like? And you're telling them some of the scenes, you burst out laughing, like, yeah. remembering some of the scenes. Because it's just like, it, it may not have made you laugh at the time, but your brain is like, that is so stupid. That is kind of funny. What's the last really funny movie you watched? Oh, God. Like, new movie. Um, Has there been, like... Like outright funny, funny. I t- I don't know. Like I suppose that's a hard question because like f- comedy is subjective as well. Like what might make someone laugh? Someone might even really laughing at the Batman. That's true, but like the the, the, the I suppose like what I'm asking is like what's the last great quote unquote comedy movie Ooh. that's come out? Because Ooh. like t- t- let's go back to 2021. You got Don't Look Up. Uh, you got Free Guy. Uh, you got Sing Two. Like <laughs> it's just a lot of kind of nothing, you know. It's, I mean, it's fine, I suppose. Um, yeah, that's weird. What is what's the comedy of twenty twenty? Uh, in twenty twenty, probably not much. I'll be honest, because uh, something happened in twenty twenty, Connor. That oh, really did it? What, 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 what's going on then? Oh, look, we can't say it. Jeez. You got, uh, like, Sonic is technically a comedy. Like, there's a lot of things that are just titled comedy. There's a, see, the problem is Marvel has overtaken on quips. And so every movie, no matter the action or thing, has to have a quip now in it. Whereas it's not like an outright comedy comedy ever. Yeah. The, oh, that's what King of Staten Island is very funny. I, I enjoyed that. Um, but, like, I don't, like, but, but like... N- naked gun and loaded weapon and uh, airplane all that that's like joke a minute but it's clever joke a minute uh, yeah and it, it just makes it, it i i find it quite funny anyway uh, but i, can't I would remember. be really i'd be really impressed if they pull this off i mean yeah. i it's not that i don't think it could be good i think it probably could be good i don't know how you pull it off in 2022 though like it's I don't know if people want to see it, or maybe it's been so long since people seen a movie like this that they might want to watch it again. Like, they see the naked gun, they know the name, so they might like to watch it. I don't know. Yeah, I also think that the... I don't know. I Like, like Liam Neeson, I, I'm sure he'll do a good job. I don't think he is, like, the Leslie Nielsen of today. And, like, Leslie Nielsen was, like, a no. powerhouse of comedy acting. 
So yeah. I don't I don't think you'll even get the same energy or the same vibes from it. I think it'll have to be if it's going to be good, it has to be different. Which is strange. To yeah, say. no, I, I absolutely agree. I look, I think it. We got to respect uh, Liam Neeson. He, I mean, he comes from here, Sean. So we got to support does. him. He does indeed. Um, but yeah, I, I hope it's good. I don't know. The Chippendale writers is pretty good. Seth MacFarlane's involved. A few years ago, that would have been rocks like smash bag. This is going to be amazing. Um, yeah. Interesting to see the public's opinion now has kind of been like. Uh, Family Guy was good back then, um, but it's weird because also I found out like he hasn't been wo- he hasn't actually worked behind the scenes at that show for like ten years. Really, like, he's just voice acting now. Oh, like just fully vo- like he completely stepped away in like twenty fifteen. Maybe I guess it kind it's kind it's like The Simpsons now. And that it's just it's its own. It just runs itself. Basically, I, I think like, around the time of Ted, I think he literally stepped away, and he then just came back as do, to do the voices. So he comes in as like an actor. And it's yeah, like his yeah. show he created. It's like Matt, Matt Groening coming in to do voices and then not asking about storylines or what's going on. That's he mad. Care. Yeah, he, like Seth MacFarlane has done, like he did like a million days, a million ways to die in the West and the Orville yeah. and stuff like that. So I guess he's just doing his own thing now and just being a voice actor on the side. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news, Sean. And it is a sequel that has been pitched to Disney from a movie that came out in the very early 2000s. Oh dear. Um, because Jamie Lee Curtis has come to Disney and has pitched a sequel to Freaky Friday. Uh, okay, okay, Freaky Friday, the, the, the iconic early 2000s film where Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan switch bodies and hilarity ensues. And Lindsay Lohan has also now come out and said that she is interested in making the movie as well. But no, like, don't, like, don't, no, just, <laughs> don't, like, there's no reason for this to exist and be made. Like, it's just... They're like it's literally we've charted it like we've gone up like we've remade eighties movies remade nineties movies yeah. now we're remaking two thousands movies. Again. I mean, I suppose she's finished with Halloween, and so now it's like oh well, Jim Lee Curtis is like ah fuck it, I'll do this. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. And look, more power to her. But like, make some make an original fucking idea. Do you know? She says, I've already written to Disney, my friends at Disney. I'm in their new haunted mansion movie. Um, let me be the grandma. Let me be the old grandma who switches places. <laughs> so then Lindsay has to be the sexy grandma. Gee, okay, okay, that's okay. So it's, it's, <laughs> it happens again, is basically that. It happens again, but for some reason they're scared this time, even though they solved it last time. How how did they get out of the switching bodies in the, in the first Okay, Freaky I'm trying to remember Friday. 2003 movie, Freaky Friday. Yeah, they yeah, get yeah. out of Friday. it by... Oh, um, so about, it's all about um, a cracker. Uh, that, a... A Christmas cracker? Tells your fortune. No. Fortune cookie? A fortune cookie. That's true. Um, and then they go to a bat. They go to sort of musical and somebody's singing and then they learn to accept themselves and learn to love each other and then they swap back at midnight oh, that's or it. something. Gives, <laughs> give, gives a toast at the wedding, I believe. Uh, that's it. They marry... Uh, and then during the yeah, and then and then she the, it ends in a, a big rock number because she plays in her band oh, at the end. That's good it. stuff. Uh, and so I mean, Freaky Friday, the most two thousand and three movie that I can possibly think of. Um, would you like to see a sequel to a movie that possibly nobody who's going to go watch it was alive when it came out? No, but this is the thing where like Disney owns the license to this, so it will cost them fucking nothing. 
to me. Yeah, they can just do it. Yeah. yeah, and then they'll put it out on Disney Plus and it'll be like, hey, remember this? And they'll put it out on a Friday. Have you uh, seen Hocus Pocus 2 yet? No, I can't, I really want to though. I, I really it's like the Disney first Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I just I keep putting it up. I'll probably watch it closer to Halloween. But um, have you watched it? No, I haven't. I, right, I rewatched like the one one last night. Oh yeah, isn't it good? Yeah, it's like you're you've taken drugs. I hadn't yeah. seen it in years. It's class. It's warped. <laughs> like that was the shit that they just put on TV for us to watch. <laughs> There's a whole plot line about your man being a virgin. That is like the yeah. main plot. Yeah, and it's like that's the one I most invested in. Virgin dick. <laughs> the lighting candles, you little virgin. I wonder, I mean, and it's resolved by the end of the movie, I believe, but I wonder if it grows back or something in the second one. <laughs> like, they were going so heavily at I was like, is someone going to have sex with that kid? Because <laughs> they're like, you are a virgin. It's like, no, no, they're not. But like, no. let's let's not dive too deep into it. It was funny back in, when did Hocus Pocus, when was Hocus Pocus 1 made? 90, oh, 93, 94? Yeah, that was hilarious back then. Oh, back uh, then it was the funniest thing in the world, man. A, another like, quality Halloween film, by the way, Halloween Town. Oh, mm. excellent. Also returned to Halloween I've never seen Halloween Town. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Halloween <laughs> Town's so good. No, it's absolutely it's, terrible, Like, but it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're giving me mixed messages here. Is it terrible Sorry, or is it good? With the benefits of nostalgia goggles, outstanding. Mm. It, it, for yeah. an actual movie-watching experience as a 20-whatever-year-old, absolute yeah, yeah. dog shit. Oh, good. Yeah, 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 that's what I always look for when I'm watching a movie. It's a terrible experience. Yeah, child actors, they're fine, you know. <laughs> not, not not great. <laughs> they're, they're, they're fine. <laughs> they're, they're, they're in the movie. Um, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And just when you thought you'd had enough, Poirot is coming back. Oh. Um, as Sans Kenneth David Branagh's, Suchet. Kenneth Branagh's Poirot series will be coming for a third film, A Haunting in Venice. Which is what I haven't seen. No. This is after the the roaring success of Death on the Nile, correct? Mm. Yeah, Yeah. so Death on the Nile came out. Everyone thought, wow, that movie's come out. And it didn't get much good reception. I see it. It was grand. Good cast. Um, It was was absolutely fine. But it wasn't something that people walked out of, I think, going, oh, I'd love another one. I think that's really good. It didn't have the Knives Out effect that Knives Out had. <laughs> it didn't have the Knives Out, Knives Out effect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, I, it was interesting because when this got announced, I don't know if a lot of people were like, oh, yes. <laughs> they were like, Kenneth's coming back. Which, have you seen um, This England? You know that he's playing Boris Johnson? Oh, is he? I didn't see this. What? It's so fucking weird. I see the trailer. It's like, it's literally like Boris Johnson has, like, he's such a good actor and it's so weird seeing him in this because he's also really good in this. But these movies are, uh, they never really amount to what they should be, I think. It's like wasted potential nearly. Where like, you have everything in place for this to be outstanding. Yes, exactly. I did see a clip of Death on the Nile and it's like everyone, like the main cast standing around. And just given the worst line deliveries you've ever heard. But they're all like <laughs> A-list actors. Like it makes no sense. <laughs> and he's directed it like like he has an Academy Award <laughs> no he's very good he's very talented man we yeah. all love the first Thor movie <laughs> I, mean, I mean there was that thing that came out about this, the CGI and the green screen and all that was in the movie and that was very shaky um, yeah. but it's also very hard to do a movie based off something that every it's a murder mystery that everyone knows who the murderer is before going in 
um, which is always harder to pull off. Because if you had seen any of Poirot, you know who did it. That's and true. so like it's this big motion picture and you're like you walk in you're like oh great but then you sit down and you go I already know the ending so like I know the twist when it comes whereas like say Knives Out that do- nobody knows the twist it's an twist. original story it's an original yeah concept. it's very hard to do like an original murder mystery again <laughs> in movie form yeah so I think you have to rely on it just being like a fun ride like just to sit down and watch mm. and enjoy where if the green screen is terrible and pulls you out of it you kind of have the worst of both worlds there yeah it wasn't are you excited for a third one would you go see it not particularly no if they like Murder on uh, the Orient Express was pretty good that was pretty good I did see that one that's quality um, yeah. I didn't see Death on the Nile and then this one I don't think I'd be massive into it I'd probably watch it when it goes to streaming later on would you like to know some of the cast? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Uh, the cast will have Tina Fey, Michelle okay. Yeoh, okay. Um, Jamie Dornan. Oh, so just just name just naming three: Kyle Allen from West Side Story, uh, Jude Hill from Belfast, not from the area of the movie no, no. Belfast. That's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean that's just what's been announced so far, alongside Brada, which is pretty good. Yeah, like I feel like maybe take the lessons learned from Death on the Nile, you know, bring the cast to Venice, film it around there, hire a mm. gondola, CGI out endless amounts of tourists. Just you know, CGI standard. the shit out of it. Just until you can't even recognise it. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. I can see it outlined. He looks like Jesus Christ himself, the light coming out of him. Why is it all close-ups on Jamie Dorn? <laughs> Oh, he's so handsome. <laughs> Go on, Jamie, do stuff. <laughs> um, no, we we just have bad memories of Jamie Dornan from Wild Mountain Time. We did, yeah, yeah. We talked about that on the Patreon. The most offensive Irish movie, apparently not made for Irish audiences, but mm. just decided to. We if finally felt what it was like to have our culture appropriated. Basically, if, if you haven't seen Wild Mountain Time's trailer, I would recommend even just going to watch it now. You can stop the show. Just type in Wild Mountain oh, Time in YouTube. It's show. like a minute and a half long. But you would regret it. Um, we did. But we you did. probably would. We watched all 90-odd minutes of that movie, and I fully so long. <laughs> Longer than you think. Oh, it so feels it's... longer, certainly. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news. It's about Marvel, as major Marvel Studios have released a shake-up um, as delays to Blade, Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four, and Secret Wars are announced. Oh, no. Oh dear. So the, we yes. kind of t- knew this was coming though because when Blade announced it they were like we're basically stopping production while we write a good script. We were like <laughs> the knock on effect so, of this is going to be significant. So what Blade did was it was meant to start filming in November. They had yeah. the director they had everything set up. Then it got announced a few weeks ago that like six weeks out from the starting day of production they're like the script is shit also the director has quit also, we don't really have anything finished right now, and Mahershala Ali hates the movie, um, yeah. and he's Blade. And so, that obviously had a bit of a knock-on effect, in that the movie was meant to start and finish, meant to come out in November of next year, and then mm. they were like, eh, no. <laughs> that's, that's no matter not how happening. much we overwork these VFX <laughs> artists, that's not going to work. <laughs> Even we can't pull this off, they said. <laughs> and so it got pushed back a whole year. And um, so from November 3rd, 2023 to September 6th, 2024. Um, and so what this meant was that Deadpool 3 has now been moved back 
because that was originally meant to be in September and yeah. now it's going to be in November of 2024. So the okay. knockout effect of Blade moving as the MCU is all set up that movie, 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 movie every three months, one of them falls down it creates a knockout effect that we got to shuffle everything around. Yeah, and where does that leave Secret Invasion then? Because that's a... Is it... it Secret Invasion or Secret Wars, sorry. So uh, the Kang Dynasty has retained its original release date of May 2025. That's locked in. And Secret Wars was then. Secret Wars has dropped back from November of 2025 to May 2026. So it's a full year. A full year. It was meant to be like four months in the difference. That was was ludicrous that Mm. that was announced, first of all. Um... But like that was that, like a year gap makes sense. I think like that's what we had between Infinity War Two and Avengers, Endgame. like the Indie Infinity Saga. Yeah, like, that's so, exactly what happened. Like why you would why would you put extra work on yourself to like rush it out? You know, within six months, you will still make a bajillion dollars, Marvel. Yeah, it's, they're all going to make a bajillion. Although people might have given up by that point, but they very well might have. They very very well might have. I think they'll still go see it, even if people like have stopped caring. I think people will like twenty twenty six rolls around. You'll still go see it to see what happens. That's the thing. Like it's 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 going to be one of those things where it'll be you know a couple of months before it comes out. Someone on the internet will put together a recommended watching. For like what you yeah. here's what you actually need. Like and just like all forty seven things. Turns out it's just Agatha Coven of Darkness or whatever it's fucking called. <laughs> Agatha and Groot? That's weird. They're the what only two mix. things I need to watch. Really? And I haven't seen anything. Have oh, you finished Iron Hulk, Man? actually? I haven't seen the end of She Hulk. No. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. We'll talk Is about it good? that at some point. Do you know what? I I, I rate that series higher now. I like that series. Interesting. I officially think it's... I had fun with it, you know, and Because in a good here's way. the thing. You, you were on the feds for a few weeks. Every time we I were was. about to record this show, I was like, I knew you were keeping up with it. And so I was yeah. like, how's it, do, how's it going? And you were like, ah, it's, it's okay. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't come down one side or the other. No. Well, the thing is, start of the season, it, 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 it still has the Marvel dip in the middle, in my opinion. Um, Too many like, episodes. Too, well, not even. Well, here's the thing: is that instead of it's usually one and two are pretty good, three and four are lacking, then five and six are fine, right? And yeah. it's, because it's all compressed within six episodes, it's like a a pretty sharp V in that graph. But like when it's spread over, the, I think it's nine episodes that it has. It's like one and two pretty good, like three and four maybe three four five maybe not great, but still slower. And then the the back half of that series, I really 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 like. It actually goes up in my estimation. So the entire movement of my opinion is a lot more varied across right, the whole okay. series, I think. I, I've seen the one with Daredevil. That was the main one that I was like, I was checking out. Yeah, and I like I like what they did with Daredevil. I like how Did you like what they did with Frogman? I did. I did. <laughs> Just make him an absolute prick. I love him. Just rivet and rivet. <laughs> <laughs> The, um, it was so funny because I had seen that before you and I know you love Frogman and I was yeah. like oh he's gonna fucking love this <laughs> no I was watching that on a train at the time and like after we spoke actually and I was just like cheering to myself every time Frogman came on screen pure shithouse just pure shithousery so, so you're recommending me and the listeners check the series out from yeah, start to finish I think so I think now look I think a lot of people flat out won't like it I really like what they did with it, is all okay. I want to say. 
and and I think I mean like in terms of Miss Marvel as well like I think that show is pretty good like the villains are terrible like yeah. atrocious but a better villains in that series I think that series is right to the top of really good series because I like would... I don't know everyone in it is killing it it's just that they don't have anyone to fight and you're only as good as your villain that's the thing I would say with Miss Marvel if you have the ability watch that with someone and you'll both be really like engaged for the first two you can kind of chat for episodes three, four, and five. And then episode <laughs> yeah. six, I think you'll both be like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a good ending, pretty good. <laughs> uh, actually, um, Marvel, are, uh, they're, it's announced that they're going to do more like special presentations and less. Here's six episodes of a show that could have been a movie, you know? And they'll just be what like... What do you mean? In, like Werewolf by Night, where it's just like, here's an hour of a story. And Interesting. We, okay. Th- this, is, this is what you get. And then we might pull from this in the future. Do you know and do you like, see that as a better way to go with Absolutely, because it's like a one-off comic where mm. the stakes aren't as high. You don't need to worry about where it's going to continue or where it's going to go off. You just have this little adventure going on. And I and think week to week, people are harsher. I think yes. they're a lot harsher because like people have no patience such as ourselves. But like anyone, like you're watching it, episode three is always going to be shit in a six episode series because they've started one plot thread and they got to move on to the next one. And there's like that weird bit in between. But the yeah. problem is week to week, episode three comes out and I was like, this show is falling off the fucking rails. This show is shit now. Like so slow. What's even happening? Yeah, I don't especially care. when you're comparing it to more standard television shows or streaming shows which you know are they're they're not made in the same production line manner that a lot of marvel shows are so like you get something like like what i like um severance is my big thing at the minute it's like the best show i've seen in ages and that like every episode i'm excited and i'm intrigued but like with the marvel stuff it kind of gets you just kind of fall into a rhythm with it and it's like okay we'll watch the next one um, which is why I like the end of She-Hulk. Not it, 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 it does something clever. Not every show is going to be House of the Dragon, is what no. I would say. Which, oh, such a... Oh, I really... I started watching oh, it. I, I, I House was, of the Dragon. Let's, I was fully let's sure. Let's just stop Movie Mondays, Sean. Let's just stop Movie Mondays. Has anyone seen House of the Dragon? What if we, we, we just Movie Mondays talking about things we liked? Wouldn't that be class? Uh, like House of the Dragon. It's so I was good. fully sure I was not going to watch that show. I thought I would hate it. I said it in a Q&A on, on the show. You did. Um, but... I'm so happy I did. It's so good. I really enjoy it. Uh, I look forward like, to watching it's, it's, it every week. Every week is like, oh man, I'm back. This is so good. It's killing it. Yeah. And then I'm like, next week they can't repeat it. And they do it again. And last week's episode was the best one. Yeah. Um, so Paddy like, Constantine like, killing I'll, it. I have like, not seen, I have not seen last night's one. Meter, meter. So there you go. So now, no spoilers. After this, Connor, I have a spaghetti bolognese exactly. made from last night. And we're going to sit down and we're going to watch House of the Dragon together. <laughs> me and you. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming over, didn't yeah. I? Oh, I didn't tell you. Sorry. Oh, oh you didn't invite me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what, what do you think about this pushing back? Is this going to have any impact whatsoever in any of these movies or... Are people just going like, yeah, cool? Because like being locked in for 2026, I don't know what it is about me. Um, when I see that, I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> is this still going for so many years? Yeah, but like, yeah, I get that. That it's like, oh, we still have so far to go. And then they're going to announce more after it. Um, mm. But I think, yeah, hopefully, if things improve and we get back to like, holy shit, all these movies are bangers, then it's going to be great. Because it's just going to be a mm. fun ride all the way to 2026. And then we get yeah. mutants, probably. 
and then it's going to be yeah, new and fresh. <laughs> Probably. Um, also have a small bit of news is Patty Jenkins has said that she's working on or the Wonder Woman 3 script is complete. Is Just it Just so you know. Okay. Um, interesting they went with 3 because I know 2 got met with a lot of poor critical response. Um, well, that was 84 was to be fair. <laughs> wasn't very good um, no. but number one was really good number, number one two, was the best DC movie well until uh, the Suicide Squad came out it was I, yeah I, I, but I would say in terms of like proper hero movies that they were trying to make yeah. Wonder Woman's the best one it is it is and so yeah look I'll watch I'll watch a Wonder Woman 3 um, but it's like I would really like I, I don't know. I feel I just want him to give a PowerPoint of like, here's where everything is right now in the universe. And then I can just recalibrate my brain to be like, okay, that's how it works. Because at the minute, yeah. I don't know what's real or not or what I should care about. And Sean, we are finishing Movie Mondays this week with a bit of news that I thought you might nerd out about. Um, and that's why I'm finishing with it. Okay. Because Jonathan Majors is going to be playing Kang the Conqueror, as we all know. Yes. Um and this is going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, but also in lots of takes. Uh, but he's probably the next big bad uh, in the Marvel Universe. But what Kag also have has is different versions of himself, Sean. He does. Um, and so, I mean, in Kang, Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man and the Wasp, we have found out that Jonathan Majors will be playing a warrior version of Kang the Conqueror. Very, very cool. Um, so yeah, so Kang, very briefly. I don't. I haven't done a Hero Zero on Kang. I don't think, or have I? And uh, I don't think so. I can't remember. I'm can't sure remember. somebody will set us straight, but I don't think so. There's so much. I don't know how I would have. I, if I did, it's a very surface level overview of Kang. But basically, he's from the future. He invented time travel. He went back to different points in time. Every time he does that, he creates a different version of himself in that timeline. So there's a bunch of Kangs that are around simultaneously. Um, mm. and there is a few versions one of them is a Mortis uh, who is like he's an ancient Egyptian pharaoh and he lives like the future and stuff like that but they're all Kang at the back of it all um, and so the warrior Kang is like a really cool idea where he's not even conquering he's just fighting you know he's just Kill. And if he, anyone I, has seen Jonathan Majors recently... He's um, geared up for Creed, isn't he? He's cre- Creed 3, yeah. He is genuinely rock levels of yeah. <laughs> gigantic... He is insane. The man is a specimen. Like, <laughs> like He's been training for about six months straight just to get into peak physical human condition to shoot that movie. And so he went from that and then Ant-Man the Wasp at the same time, like... Quantumania as Kang Warrior Kang in that so you're going to get the most warrior warrior Kang of all time that's going to be so good and like the it fits because there was there was a bit of audio from the trailer that was kind of released not released officially but like very credible leak and like a clip shown but it's it's basically Paul Rudd being like hey I'm an Avenger you don't want to mess with me and Kang and it's the most like shit eating voice he's using as well He's like, oh, you're an Avenger. Have I killed you before? <laughs> so he's just going around the time stream picking fights and killing lads is what he's like, doing. That's, that's what Kang should be doing. Like, I read that. I kind of, the little nerd in me was like, oh, shit. 
that's so cool because this also means Jonathan Majors probably one of the best actors working today he gets to play all the different versions yeah. in all these different movies and so he gets to play Warrior version which would probably keep him entertained for a movie and then when he comes back next time completely different person completely yeah. different version of him that could act completely different and he gets to change how he portrays the character yeah because we saw him in Loki and he was he who remains he's like this slightly insane man at the end of all of time and everything like that whereas I think Warrior Kang is going to be a lot more straightforward and aggressive and then Conqueror Kang the Conqueror who presumably has shown up in like Kang Dynasty and stuff like that will be a bit more regal and like a um, bit more refined Maybe. Um, mm. Very cool, either way. I'm, Apparently I'm really excited he, he for the stuff. He added 10 pounds of muscle for his Kang role Jesus. and then a further 5 pounds for Creed. This <laughs> man has 15 pounds of extra muscle on top of him. He was already pretty well built. <laughs> like, he was probably in great shape before he began, but he's been trained with MMA fires for a That's whole year. Insane. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I hope, like, if they fumble the bag with anything to do with Jonathan Majors, it's their own fault. They can't. What What could you do? Like, he's, like he, you have Warrior Kang, and then what would be great is, like, Ant-Man shows up, they meet Kang again in the future, and Paul Rudd immediately goes into, like, fight mode. He's like, this guy's going to fuck us all up. And yeah. It's a completely different Kang. It's like... What, my friends, what what's going on here? Why, yeah. why are you all so aggressive? I don't understand. Yeah, and, he, and, yeah, and it's like he's... He's killing them with kindness nearly at that point. Um, I just think also with the fact that it's Quantumania as well, it's absolutely something to do with time stream because in Marvel you travel through time using the quantum realm. Kang, I bet, has tabs on everyone that uses that and he just sees Ant-Man and he's like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, so I, I don't know what the release date of Abman the Wasp is specifically. Three, uh, I think it's May or it's June. February. It? February. February, Jesus Christ. So pretty close. So like four months away at this point. Yeah, so we have um, Black Panther and then Ant-Man is the next movie then. Yeah, Black Panther and then Ant-Man, because uh, Ant-Man's going to kick off Phase 5. Yeah. As like introducing Kang into this movie universe instead of just a Loki. Yeah, actually, I didn't even think of that. That yeah, we haven't seen Kang in the flesh in the MCU. Yeah, the movies yet. Um, that's interesting. Like he's, still, also, he's he's only a Loki. So do you reintroduce him again and just act like that's a different Kang? So, but then how how are you going to gauge? You're going to have to have a bit of exposition as to who this dude is and what his deal is. Yeah. Yeah, it probably won't get as in-depth as Loki did, because Loki, to its credit, tried to explain it as best they could in that last episode. In six episodes on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. So I think, like, they're, they're probably... Like, that, all that stuff still stands, but they'll just do a very simple fight. Oh, I'm from time, and, you know... I'm from time, you know? I'm, uh, look, you know what? You see that clock? I'm from that, boy. I'm from that. Um, also, I mean, he's getting his own movie in the Kang Dynasty in 2025, so they're going to have to, like, ramp it up. So by the time that movie comes around, everyone knows he's the big bad. Everyone yeah. knows nobody can stop him, because if you kill one, there's another 17 of them. So what are you going to do? Like, yeah, it's... it's it's. I hope, like, it would be very easy to mess it up. And look, Kang is a difficult character at the best of times. But I just hope that, like, if they're setting him up as the big bad that he is to be, that they've really put the groundwork in to make it make sense. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's it for this week's Movie Monday, Sean. What a week of we- of Movie Mondays, Connor. Um, would you like me to take us out? Yeah, sure, why not? Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Shout-outs to all of our patrons who we'll be chatting to Shout on out. Saturday. Uh, that's going on. It'll be half one, I believe, Irish time. Um, and I don't know what time that is in any other part of the world, but you can work it out yourself. Uh, so it just, uh, that'll be posted up in the patrons. So do head on over there if you want to check it out. Shout outs go to Roisin, Chunky Loves Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Spooky Waffles, Bones Rattling, Ghost Wailing, Wolves Howling, David Clark, Sean Chuck It in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Helmroos, Little Dicky, Funny Observation, McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Lord Smish, two M's, one Y, but not where you think, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball and Sean. Thank you all for your support we really appreciate it and um, thank you all for being here for the four year celebration as well if you want to join those fine people head on over to the patreon link below there is also a merch store heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop twitter is at heroesforhirepod the four is the number four facebook is detective divilments discussion group instagram is heroesforhirepodcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one please so I think that's about it, Colin. I think so. So I've been Colin on. I've been Sean Neal. I shall see you on next week. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.